Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co-host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is all about the technology that helps us read, listen, and play and have fun. Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. This is episode 31 of Kid Literate. I'm here with Allegra. Hey, Allegra. Hi. So today's topic is kind of fun. Instead of recommending books or podcasts or TV shows, we're going to talk about the actual tech, right? Yeah, this will be fun. So would you say that our family is techie? Yes. I would too. I would say we are low screen time and still are relatively low screen time for you kids, especially when you were little. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a lot of tech in the house. In fact, I think we're kind of nerdy about the tech. And so it's fun to talk about. I I guess we're going to talk about all kinds of things today, like devices and gadgets and yeah. Things that make our tech life easier. And stuff that doesn't, too. Yes, we are going to talk about a few tech troubles we have. But all in the name of allowing us to read books, listen to music, listen to podcasts, um, and all of that. So through the lens of media, I guess. This will be fun. Yeah. But before we dive in, we are welcoming Ana Luisa as our sponsor today. Yeah, and I'm actually wearing some Ana Luisa jewelry right now. You are. And I am too. And I'm really excited to tell our listeners about the Mother's Day event going on at Ana Luisa right now. So Ana Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, makes chic, long-lasting jewelry pieces that are ethically crafted and affordable. And they release new jewelry collections every Friday. So there is always something new to check out. And right now for Mother's Day, Ana Luisa is having a 15% off sale on all of their products. If you click the link in our show notes, you can see the earrings I'm wearing right now and the necklaces mom has on. My earrings are called the Sia, and they look almost like little safety pins. I love them because they look really cool, and I don't have anything like them, and they don't hurt my ears. Yeah, I love those Sia earrings that you're wearing, and I agree. I hadn't seen anything like those out there. Um, I had been wanting a right-hand ring for a while, which, by the way, is such a great Mother's Day gift, I think. And I got the Chloe. It's like a delicate gold braided band, and I love it. And Ana Luisa jewelry starts at around $39, so none of these pieces will break the bank. And Allegra, since you have three grandmothers that we need to think about for Mother's Day this year, that affordability is pretty key. (laughs) Okay, so to get 15% off on all products at Ana Luisa, visit www.analuisa.com slash kidlitmd. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash KidLitMD. All right, Allegra, here's a piece of tech that helps us with music, audiobooks, interesting facts, and waking you up in the morning, um, among other things. So we're talking about a smart speaker system first, which I'm sure many of our listeners have. Um, Do you want to just kind of like briefly describe the smart speaker situation in our home? Yeah. So we have multiple Google Homes and they're connected with Sonos. So I don't really know quite what that means, but (laughs) you probably know Google Home. And if we say, hey, Google in this room, one will probably activate and start talking to us. Yes. She's here with us always. She's always listening. (laughs) Do you feel like among your friends and people you know, Alexa is the more common popular 
Um, no. I'm nope. I think there's an even mix. Okay. Um, we've had Google Home. The very first one I got at a conference that Megan and I went to. And I got it as like a swag, which was amazing. That was really good swag. And I brought it home and we loved it. And that was probably four years ago. And then I can answer your question about Sonos. Sonos makes actual speakers and is known for um, the quality of the sound. And also they, they're always coming out with new ways to like link your home speakers together. So you get on the Sonos app and you can say, okay, I want this music playing in the living room and the kitchen, but not in the back bedroom or something. And, and so uh, we've always been a fan of Sonos. We've had Sonos speakers for a long time and Sonos speakers can integrate, um, I believe with Amazon or Google, like where you can have your, your Alexa or your Google assistant be part of your Sonos speakers. So in our house, what that physically looks like is in some rooms, and Allegra, you can speak to the kids' bedrooms, but in some rooms, it's an actual device made by Google, like that's called a little Google Home or Google Home Mini. And in other rooms, it looks like a Sonos speaker, but that Sonos speaker is Google, Google enabled. The ladies inside the Sonos speaker. Yeah, it, it gets activated by your voice. Your voice. And, and we, have a, we have some of each, right? Do you want to talk about the Googles that are in your room and Reed's room, just how you use them? Yeah, so I have a Google Home Mini in my room, and Reed actually has the re- original Google Home that was actually the one you brought home. Mm-hmm. And then... And um, what do you guys do with those in your room? Like, how does that work in a 10-year-old and 12-year-old's bedroom? I use it as an alarm. I can say, hey, Google, wake me up every weekday at 7.15, and then every weekday, she'll wake me up, but not on the weekends, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, she can also wake you up to the news, which I don't do. I just have an alarm or music. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know what Reed does with it. I think he also he asks it the weather like a lot. Sometimes I'll hear him because he's making decisions about what to wear in the morning. And it's kind of cute and like old manish in a way. And I'll just hear him back there asking it for the forecast, which is kind of adorable because we live in Santa Barbara where it's between 65 and 75 degrees, like most of the year, yeah. but it's kind of <laughs> cute. So yeah, we actually, we ask it the weather a lot. What other kinds of things do we tell or ask our Google? I mean, it's linked up with Spotify. So I do a lot of listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mine is actually British. <laughs> I found a way to change the accent and accidentally changed it on all of the Googles on one side of the house. So actually, Reed was kind of mad because now his Google will only tell him the forecast in Celsius, because, of course, that's what you would want if you're British. Yeah. So there's that. And I do like back to the Sonos integration. um, We have a Sonos app on our phones that can control what's playing where. And it is really nice. Sometimes I get fancy and just put on like soft classical music in a couple of the rooms we're not in all the time. And it's like, you just walk through the living room and there's like music playing. And, um, so you can get fancy with it like that. And then supposedly then you can activate a lot of that with your voice. I will say that like a lot of voice activated stuff these days, it's still learning. And, um, we're going to get into what we call dim Google, which is our Google in the kitchen, who is the least smart of the smart Googles. Um, so it's not it's not a perfect system, but I do personally really recommend Sonos speakers and um, any kind of like smart home integration where you can listen to what you want, where you want. And almost in any room of our house, we can say, hey, Google, and like ask it to put on a podcast or a Spotify playlist or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of playlists, should we talk about Spotify? Yeah. This is what we use. 
yeah almost all music yeah yeah almost all music um we are spotify premium subscribers so we pay for that and i'll link up um the details in the show notes but my memory is that a spotify premium membership is something like 9.99 a month and then the spotify family plan is only like 15 bucks a month it's very for very little more um, you can have up to five different accounts linked as a family. And that's what we have. And you and Reed each have your own Spotify account. Violet hasn't really needed one yet. Yeah. Um, and there is now Spotify, uh, Spotify Kids. Now, I haven't looked into this for you guys because we don't we haven't had a problem with you guys like listening to explicit lyrics or it's not been a parental control we've been super worried about. But if you have if you're a Spotify family and you have younger kids, um, that might be something to look into. And they're just well. like going through and you don't want them clicking on something that maybe they shouldn't be listening. To. Yeah. And I think the Spotify kids um, curates and recommends things that kids could actually click around and discover just like, I don't know what, it, like Netflix or something where you can get to a screen where everything is, you know, curated. It'll, yeah. It'll be like, this is what you've been listening to lately. And here's what maybe you'll like. Yep. And Spotify is fully integrated with podcasts now. So we don't listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, but you can. So our podcast is on Spotify. Yes. This very podcast is on Spotify. Um, and we love, we love making playlists. Do you want to talk about that a little? Yeah. I like making playlists, especially because I don't usually just listen to music. I don't know. I listen to music. I do know. I don't we don't really listen to the radio as much. So I like having the songs that I know and a whole bunch of them all in one place. And I can just listen to them again and again. Yeah. And then as a family, sometimes we'll make a family playlist like summer 2019 and everybody will just shout out songs and it doesn't have a real cohesive vibe. There might be Hamilton and Disney and classic rock and country, but it's a fun way like for everybody to have a choice. And then that playlist just becomes like what we put on in the car. And especially like we'll go back to an old Christmas playlist or an old family playlist and be like, oh, I forgot when we were so into that, like that yeah. phase. So it can be fun family collaboration, I think, to make a playlist, even if it's not. It doesn't it doesn't have a cohesive theme like some people would want their playlist to have. But it's our the cohesiveness is our family. So, yeah. You know, and the other end of the spectrum from knowing exactly what songs you want to listen to is sometimes it is nice to, you know, have have a musical genre, but then let the let the robots choose, so to speak. And that always used to be Pandora for me years ago. Um, and Spotify kind of has that feature as well through their Spotify radio. So if you were listening to, say, a Billie Eilish song, I'd, I'm not sure if you would be, you know, <laughs> Um no. And then you could say like, play more songs like this or play Billie Eilish radio. And then that would sort of, you know, put on songs of a similar genre. And I like that too. And I love around the holidays, um, the, their Spotify's like themed playlists and stuff where you can kind of tap into somebody else's curation. Um, yeah. that's useful for me. Okay. Should we move on to talking about books and audiobooks? Yeah. So we like, um, our public libraries have apps where you can get them downloaded onto our Kindles. They have audiobooks and you borrow it just like the library. You can place holds if it's because there's limited mm -hmm. number of books. And so we like Libby, Hoopla, Audible for Audible is for audiobooks, mm -hmm. not for Kindle. And the Kindle is for reading. But on our Kindles, 
we can't actually purchase anything from the device. We have to go to our phones and send it to the Kindles. Well, yeah. And part of that is your mother being more well, controlling. Yeah. You could if <laughs> on Kindles. if Yeah, I've disabled the browsing feature, the, the browser on your and Reed, Reed's Kindles. Um, and I think we've kind of touched on this in past episodes, so I'll be quick. But yeah, basically... Um, to avoid having to buy books all the time electronically or audiobooks, um, we use our public library. And um, like Allegra said, there are ways to search for what you want, put it on hold if it's not available. And then when the digital download is ready, um, if it's an audiobook, you can play it right from the Libby app, which is the app that um, kind of manages your digital loans. And then if it's an ebook, then I can, like Allegra said, I basically send it to your Kindle wirelessly. It's just a click of a button. Um, and then you mentioned Audible, and that is the one of those that is not free. So Audible works on a, um, often on a monthly credits basis. And, um, you know, dad used to drive all the time and listen to a ton of audiobooks. And now with working from home, he doesn't. So um, we tend to use audible to purchase books we know we're going to listen to over and over and over again we don't we don't even use all our credits wouldn't you say like yeah like we always have like at least four left to get stuff yeah so maybe when dad starts traveling again that we'll use the audible but for the most part for audiobooks it's the library that feeds then into the libby app um, and hoopla is another free app that has a lot of ebooks, audiobooks, and music, actually. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, connected to your uh, library card. Same thing. And can I go back and say one more thing about Audible? Yeah. The thing with the credits that's nice is it doesn't get returned. You have that book as long as you still have Audible. Exactly. Which is great for books we listen to over and over again, like the Gordon Cormans and the Harry Potter books. We yep. just, we can listen to them and they never get returned and we don't have to place holds on them. Exactly. It would be, it's like if you're in, um, if you're doing, get, getting a movie and they have the choice to rent or buy, it's kind yeah. of like that. So you, that's, those yeah, are the exactly. books that we're buying basically. And we have forever. So, um, yeah. And I, we've done a lot of episodes, um, about audiobooks and about the Kindles recently. So we'll link up some other places. We've talked more in detail about that. Um, okay. So for watching stuff, we've done a lot of episodes about shows we like and movies and documentaries. Um, do you want to talk about like, maybe like, or talk about the difference of like where, what devices you're watching on and why, what would make you want to watch something on a big screen versus your own personal device? And, and how do you think about that? Um, so for movies, I like to watch on a normal TV, like you know, like a TV. Yeah. We have one in the family room. Yeah. And then I'm for watching YouTube and stuff. I do it on my own computer. I'm not actually using a whole bunch of tablets, iPads. Yeah. You, because you have a laptop now that's yeah. your own. Um, but a few years ago you might not have, I don't think you really had a laptop you used until maybe fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. Because we had them given out by the school, but you didn't take those home. So there's no reason to get one. Right. And then I think Reed and Violet, um, they tend to more play games on their tablets. Although Violet watches shows on her. Yeah. She likes to watch iPad. on Netflix and Disney Plus. Mostly. Yeah. On the iPad. So then let's talk about headphones because I think this is kind of related. Um, are you likely to pop in in headphones if you're watching YouTube on your laptop? Yes. Okay. Um, and do you have, 
do you have a headphone preference right now? I might know the answer to this, or is it just the ones that are closest to you that you can find? Um, so for a long time, it was the closest ones. And then something happened with my headphones and I started using AirPods more, which was like three days ago. So I like AirPods now, but they weren't working with my computer. And now they are because it was user error, nothing against the AirPods. Yeah. And Actually, when we bought your laptop for school, it came with a pair of it AirPods. It came with free AirPods. Well, again, free, free. is relative because well, yeah. we bought you a nice MacBook. But um, it came with AirPods. So you do have AirPods. Headphones are always a little bit of a struggle. It's like finding them. And, and then, they have to have the right end to them. Right. Because so my phone <laughs> and my computer have different headphone things. So I can't just have one pair of my own headphones that plug in. Yes. AirPods work with both. But Not, again, you're pairing Bluetooth, with, which sometimes is yeah, like gets funky for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I have the same struggles. And now I have the added struggle that sometimes you steal my headphones. And I also have oh, yeah. different needs for different kinds. And I do a lot with headphones for work. So um, Reed and Violet both have over the ear headphones that I can link up in the show notes um, that we've had good luck with. Like Reed so- hardly ever wears headphones. So Violet wears it because she watches shows. But Reed just. I don't think he uses headphones often. He games and has the volume on or off. That's true. When he was doing school from home, that was when I saw him wearing like headset headphones for a while. Um, Okay. So we're moving right along. Should we talk about some, maybe some technology struggles or things that don't work super well? um, Or maybe things that maybe our listeners could help us out with? Um, Yeah. So we have a missing Apple TV remote, which unless listeners can come to our house and find it, they <laughs> probably can't help us very I know, much. I was, I was laughing because that is the first thing we were going to talk about. And I don't think listeners, but maybe they can relate. So the Apple TV yeah. um, remote. And if you're not, if you don't have Apple TV, it's like a Roku. It's like a, it's a third, it's a separate device that connects to your TV. And then you've got all kinds of streaming apps and stuff on there. Um the remote is tiny. It's it's like seriously can slip it's between thin. It's it doesn't have very many raised buttons. It hardly has buttons at all. It, it has like a nothing. swipe. Yeah. yeah. It has like a swipe thing instead of like clicking buttons. It has a menu button, a home button, a back button, and volume. That's it. And it's very thin, slim, slippery, and light. So it can slip between couch cushions. And when we moved into this house last July, um, dad got everything set up, which side note, um, listeners who have moved and know what a hassle it is to get internet and TVs and cable and streaming and satellite and all of that set up um, can just appreciate that we happen to have a husband and dad in this house who prioritizes that stuff to the very top of the moving list to the point that like when we used to move when we were young and married, we could move into a new place. And it was like I walked in the door and there was fast Internet, Netflix, TV on the wall. It's like in his mind, it's like the first priority. Yeah, it's like before beds and like food, food, you know, like locks on the door. I don't know what else you might need, but for sure we have functioning Internet and streaming television always. So we're very grateful for that. But when we moved into this house, we did have that Apple TV remote, I don't know, for a little while. Like a couple weeks, yeah. maybe. And then it just, it wasn't there anymore. We have not found, we have been here for like almost a year. Not quite a year, but almost. And how many times have we tried to take apart the couch and the chair and it's gone? It's not there. 
So it doesn't make sense. Like it wasn't stolen. Who would want just an Apple TV remote? No. And we can't take an Apple TV remote from other TVs. It won't link up with this TV. So what does dad do? I don't even know. Guys, I'm getting very close to the point where I don't know how to operate TVs in my own house. It's going to be a few more years and then I'm just going to ask the kids to do it. But what does dad even do? Does he use his phone? Um, No, we use the, we the, use TV, the, remote. the TV remote. It's not... Apple TV, it's like big and thick and long and it has a whole bunch of buttons. And I think for some things that he needs to do, he gets out his phone and uses his phone. Yes, fast forwarding and backwarding <laughs> is really hard with the TV remote that's clicking. You have to click, click, uh-huh. click. So with his phone, he can take it out and use it as like a swipe yeah. thing. And so we use that. And then... I mean, I think all listeners can relate to remotes being just an ongoing challenge either like they don't control all the things you want them to control or you need multiple remotes. And then like those universal remotes that are always advertised, like they always bring in their own hassles too. So it's almost like the smarter our TVs get, the more complicated the remote situation. Yeah. So Um, talk about dim Google. Dim Google lives in the kitchen. (laughs) She sometimes is good and sometimes is dumb. I mean, Oh my gosh. Okay. That was the first time we just heard, we, we just heard a, a British Google from the other room say, I'm here, I'm to, here help. to help, which is funny. Cause we've been talking about her the whole time. She's late. That was not dim Google. That was British Google. Yeah. Dim Google. We can't figure out. I mean, it's, this is AI everyone. It should be the same in every speaker, but for some reason, the assistant who is in our kitchen in a Sonos speaker in our kitchen is just flat wrong about some stuff. She doesn't yeah. answer all the time. Yeah, sometimes we'll say it and then the Google in the next room yeah. will answer and she won't. The yeah. one we're standing right next to. And the most frustrating part is, I mean, the kitchen is by far the place where we are the most. Yeah. And a lot of times all we want is to play a song. Like someone yeah. wants to listen to a song. And so we say, hey, mm-hmm, um, play such and such on Spotify. And we have to like word it exactly right. And sometimes she'll pause like she's thinking about doing it and then be like, hmm, something went wrong. Another time she'll do it. There's no rhyme or reason. Well, yeah. And I've tried saying nothing. Like I just say, hey, Google, do this and not say Spotify on the kitchen speaker, which sometimes works. And then other times and sometimes here's the thing. She'll say, "Okay, playing this song and then do literally nothing. (laughs) And I'll say what song is playing right now? And she'll be like, hmm, looks like nothing's playing right now. I'm like, you just said it did. You just said there was something playing. It is possessed. And another funny thing about that is that um, we another thing we use the smart speakers for a lot is to set a timer. And when you're in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. you know, you're often setting a timer for something food or cooking related. And Allegra, how many times have we been baking something? It's in the oven. We say, hey, you know who set a 25 minute timer. And then like 15 minutes later, we'll say, hey, how much time is left on that timer? And she'll go, it looks like you have no timer set right now. And we're, we're like, like no, we do. Oh <laughs> yeah, my gosh. Really? So good. I am dying to hear from our listeners. If anyone else has, um, cheeky, cheeky, like Mary Poppins. I always think of like when she looks in the mirror at herself and says cheeky, if you have cheeky speakers who have a mind of their own or like, don't do what they're supposed to half the time. Or if Alexa is, this finicky we've never had alexa we have always been a google family um but that's kind of funny so that's an ongoing it's like just frustrating enough but we still use her and she still works 
some it's of not the like, time. It's, it's not doing anything, but it's just frustrating. Remember when we would always try and ask the weather and she could not update from our old town? Oh, yeah, she would be like, no, she would say the weather in like where we used to live. Where we used yeah. to live is and we're like, no. That's and we updated the location everywhere in every app, yeah. in the sign in, in our Google profiles, like anywhere that we could update our location besides the fact that. And we finally got it. And then Spotify stopped working. Yeah. And it was. And then we fixed that. And then it was. It yeah. keeps going. Like, yeah. Uh, well, um, another little struggle that we've touched on is you stealing my headphones. But you do have a birthday coming up. So I wonder if. Um, maybe just more headphones will come into our house. But you said that's not what I want for my birthday. <laughs> Please don't get me headphones for my birthday. Um, but you said you're liking your ha- AirPods, so that might yeah. fix that. Um, Although chargers, I I have a charger of my own, but sometimes it stays at school, and then I don't have one at home. Yeah, so chargers so stealing. Have yours. I think is another common family problem as families grow in their devices. Um, we have little labels, like the kind of labels that are meant for lunch boxes and stuff. And I occasionally will put those on a headphone or a charger, you know, where you'd like wrap it around the cord and stick it to itself. So it's like a little tag. You could even just do that with washi tape or something just to, there's one on the charger that I'm using right now. Does it say it's mine? No, it says powers on it. Well, where is it? I'm oh. powers and I pay it came the off while we were sitting here. Now you're going to claim it as yours. Yeah. This is mine now. Um, but actually, we do have a product to recommend that it has helped with, I guess, charging organization. Um, do you want to just loosely describe it? Yeah. So it's like this block of wood that has a whole bunch of charging things when you plug it in and there's little racks for all of your devices. Yeah, like a little dish rack. But for and there's one thing iPads. that's like flat and you put your phone on it and it charges without any cords. Yeah, I'll link to it. We got it on Amazon. It was not very expensive and um, it's especially good for... I wouldn't use it for anything bigger than the the new iPads are so big. I feel I feel like this might not be big enough if you have a bunch of large tablets. But if you have like Kindles, we have a couple old iPad minis or the older versions of iPads that aren't like the like that aren't like 15 inches. Um, and you they they sit in their little subdividers like a little dish rack. And yeah, then and they for each, phones. And-, mm-hmm, and they're each plugged in and then the whole thing is plugged into the wall. Um, and they can charge my AirPods too. Yep. Because just it has a whole bunch of cords. Yep. And you can get so the little cords that come out of it, you can swap out for, you know, Apple cords, Kindle cords, like Amazon Fire. So you can swap those out so that you don't have to be a, an all Apple or an all Android family. So we'll link that up. That's a pretty handy little tool. Yeah. Well, this was really fun. Um, yeah. I am grateful for all the technology that lets us read and listen to music and watch movies. Um, so the show notes for this episode, will have a bunch of links for the things we've been talking about. That's always a handy place to see what we've been talking about. So should we talk about what we're reading, Allegra? Yeah. So I will go first because I decided it is so. I just finished a book called 11 Birthdays by Wendy Mass. And it's really good. It's almost time travel, but not. It's where they get stuck in a loop. Like Groundhog Day. Yes. So the main character is turning 11 and just wants her birthday to be over because she's had a fight with her friend who they've had every birthday together since they were turning one. And then they got in a fight last year 
and now she just wants her birthday over, and unfortunately, it doesn't go over. She just it keeps she keeps eating. waking up, and it's her eleventh yeah. birthday. Um, yeah, I love that concept, and it sounds like there are a couple more books in that series. Yeah, yeah, but we can't find them on Libby or Hoopla or Kindle. Guess what? I we, found them at our local bookstore. You found them at Yay. our local bookstore. Thank you. Um, yeah, that that was a good find, and. Um, tell everybody where you found that recommendation for yourself. That was in the week junior. They recommend books of the week. And I found that one and a book called shaking up the house, which is about, um, kids in the white house, which like fictional, like the first two Latina girls in the white house and the first two black girls in the white house, because their mother is the first black woman president. And, the Latina girls, their father, and then their stays overlap right before inauguration day, and they have a prank war. That's pretty really good. That's pretty cute. I just finished that one too. Yes, yeah, so we can link both of those up. And the Week Junior is a weekly kids news magazine that we love. Um, so I, yeah. I loved that you read a book review and then wanted to read it, and I wasn't involved in finding that book for you. I am still reading Stamped by Dr. Ibram Kendi. I warned everybody that I might say that for several episodes in a row because it is a big, long book. Um, and I am plugging along and really enjoying it. Um, and then we got a listener. So we always talk about what you are reading out there. And we got an email from our listener, Heidi, who has a couple of little tiny boys, two and a half and two months. Um, and she says that Soren, who's two and a half, loves to read the Dinotopia books written and illustrated by James Gurney. Allegra, click over that link and look at this book. Um, while I read Heidi's email, she says the illustrations are beautiful and the story is captivating. The protagonist creates an anthropological style journal of his travels through this fictional Island. Um, so her little boy is two and a half, but she says that they'll be rereading this, you know, over the years. And I Reed was so into dinosaurs, seriously from age two to seven. And I had never seen this, but this is a 20th anniversary edition. So this has been out um, for a long time. Dinotopia, a land yeah. apart from time. And I clicked on the link and the pictures look really cool. And it doesn't look like he time traveled back to dinosaur times. No. It looks like there are dinosaurs in maybe Roman or like. Yeah, I think it's like a fictional island where humans and dinosaurs are living. Yeah, And together. it doesn't look like like where there's TVs and phones and like skyscrapers. It looks like like not. Yeah. Older fashioned. Old fashioned, but not like the prairie, but like, oh my gosh, why am I, medieval times mm. or Greek and Roman times. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I was really excited to see that because if you have a dinosaur loving kid, you probably have every dinosaur book in the land, which we did. And somehow we missed this one. So I love that. We will link it up. Dinotopia. Um, and then Heidi says they're also reading the Narwhal and Jelly books and the Berenstein Bears books. And she herself is currently reading The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. So we will link up all of Heidi's recommendations. And Heidi, thank you for listening. I love it, even though I'm sure your boys don't care yet about listening to this podcast. But it's really fun that you are listening um, as a mom. And we so appreciate the email. Thanks, Heidi. Okay, Allegra, before we wrap, let's remind everybody um, how to get that great deal over at Ana Luisa. So to get 15% off on all products at Ana Luisa, visit www.analuisa.com slash kidlitmd. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com 
slash kidlitmd. Okay, everyone. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. This was fun. Bye, Allegra. Bye. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks. Thanks.